Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing the most impressive units from week one, you know, position groups, defensive line, secondary, wide receivers, who was most impressive. I have a couple, Sam, because I had a couple units that really surprised me and were the complete opposite of the offseason narrative. We'll get into them in a minute. But uh, for you, who was uh, who's most impressive here in week one? Yeah, I was trying to think of like units that were impressive, but not simply a product of the team they were going up against, you know, because you can say, hey, True. the Jets secondary was pretty impressive for most of that time, but they were going up against the Panthers passing attack, which is, you know, eh. but the, they've got a good group of receivers because I might mention the Jets later. Don't. Yeah, but diminish the, that, you know, the Raiders, the Raiders defensive front looked amazing, but they were going up against Baltimore's offensive line that has your guy Ali Villanueva out here just face planting every time he drops into a pass set. Um, so anyway, I settled on two of them impressed me. One, the Philadelphia Eagles receivers, I think, are legitimately for real. I mean, Devontae Smith looks like the guy from Alabama. He's going to be this year's Justin Jefferson, right? Where in four months' time, yeah, four months' time, we're going to come out of the season wondering what the hell everybody was thinking at draft time, letting this guy slide was why was he not the obvious best receiver in the draft? The guy that does everything well is always open, makes plays left and right. We're going to be wondering this about Devonte Smith, and it's going to be even worse because he was coming off a Heisman Trophy season at the time where everybody decided actually there's multiple receivers better than him in the same draft. Um, so he was phenomenal. Jalen Rager looked explosive, made a couple of plays, had some nice bursts when he was given a, a bubble screen. I think Philadelphia's receivers are definitely legit. And then the other uh, the other unit that I had was Pittsburgh's pass rush, Pittsburgh's defensive front. Good enough now that they don't even need to blitz and they can still crush you. Yeah, Pittsburgh's defensive front, we talked about this a lot in the recap show, doing it with mostly a four-man rush and still getting after the quarterback at the end of the week with the number two pass rush grade. We have to mention the Raiders, though. I mean, you, you're you acting like as bad as Ali Villanueva looked. You're acting like the Ravens had this horrible offensive line, and we knew it, and the Raiders took advantage of it. Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby, both with 90-plus pass rush grades. Carl Nassib with a 90-plus pass rush grade. But the two starters who were out there the majority of the time, Ngakwe and Max Crosby, absolutely dominant. I mean, I've never... I, it's it's one of the biggest, most lopsided uh, one-on-one battles that I've multiple one-on-one battles I think that I've seen. I mean, the Raiders had the highest pressure rate in the league this week, and they only blitzed twice. They were doing it all with the three uh, with the four-man rush. I, that's so. I think you have to give the Raiders credit. Ninety-one point two pass rush grade, by far the highest so far this week. I mean, you can give them credit, but this I still year. think you have to. You have to. You can't come out of that game watching it and determine that you know what. The, the driving force behind this insane production was how incredible those players are versus, you know what, Ronnie Stanley clearly is not 100% healthy just looking at him move around, and Villanueva looked bad, <laughs> really bad. Like, I, I think that has to be your conclusion. Now, it might happen the second week in a row because the Raiders are playing the Steelers this week, and the Steelers don't exactly have a ton of great offensive linemen either, but I would just say that, you know, if they run up against a decent offensive line – that immediately gets shut down. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, it's it's early. I mean, this is why it's week one, man. You know, so a lot of it's based off of who you're playing and the whole thing. Um, the Raiders' defensive line also. It did seem like they benefited from that home field advantage. That the crowd was into it and they did a nice job getting off the ball. Um, just to touch on what you said, the Eagles all around were impressive, man. I mean, their pass rush was excellent. We've already known that, but yeah, their entire offense. Jalen Hurts had the lowest average depth of target in the league this week. But they, anybody, 
but he still was extremely efficient, was accurate, and those receivers did do a ton of the work. Um, here's where I want to go with this, though, because you mentioned the Jets earlier, and that was one of the teams I did want to highlight. The Jets, Cardinals, and Saints. In all of our team building, offseason, what do you do? Where are the holes still on teams? I mean, these are the teams we talked about over and over again. The Jets made so many good moves, but on paper, the secondary still looked questionable. The Saints, have they have a good secondary. It's not a surprise, but their number two cornerback spot, huge question mark. The Cardinals just lost Malcolm Butler to retirement, who looked like their only good established corner, and that didn't really matter. Those three teams, the Cardinals, the Jets, and the Saints, top three in EPA allowed, defensively when playing man coverage on Sunday the three teams I had the biggest question marks about so that's my biggest surprise I was really impressed with all three of those teams well your guy uh, Paulson Adebo who is the number one number two corner for the Saints right now you've been saying he's one of the most important rookies this season based off the situation they're in he looked really good right out of the gate they signed a couple of corners and he might not have that job for long but if you're coming out of that game with an honest assessment of his play you would be saying this guy has deserved that starting spot. We're not taking his job away without somebody else coming in and clearly earning it. But he looked good. He shut down Alan Lazard for most of that game, gave up one catch. And even that one catch, he was all over him for. He was in tight coverage. Um, the interception, you know, I, I, there was a bad throw by Rodgers was thrown behind to him. So, like, you wouldn't right. give him too much credit for that. But he had a good game. Like, he looked legit. All right, I want to talk more about those those secondaries. But first, don't forget, DraftKings, week one might be over. But the season's just getting started at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, to kick off week two. DraftKings is giving all new customers $200 in free bets instantly when they bet just $1 on any football game because you got to listen up here. You don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Place a bet of $1 on any week two game, and you receive $200 in free bets instantly. And if the sportsbook's not available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. And DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. That's promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Um, so do you have anything to, to add? I don't want to take your, I don't want to steal your thunder here, but when you were missing from the uh, main PFF podcast today, I, I, I did some pretty good terms and conditions. Oh, did you? Yeah, That's yeah. good. You've been, you know, sometimes you just learn from the best. You're it's sitting true. there next to me all the time and... And uh, you just learn, you know, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. I can't wait to hear it. It's good. It's, uh, it's good stuff. Let's get back to those secondary. You mentioned the Saints, Paul Sonodebo. He was huge, uh, you know, for the Cardinals. Their entire defense was really impressive. But um, having a guy like Byron Murphy emerge, he had a 78 coverage grade um, flying around the field. He had one bad play, got got whooped on a on a uh, flea flicker, basically. But uh, Robert Alfred hadn't played football in two years. He was really good. Marco Wilson, uh, some ups and downs for the rookie, but again, coming off a really good preseason. You know, th- that's that's a trio I'll be keeping an eye on because again, it's one of those on paper. It's like ah, you know, Murphy could get better. Alfred has. They all have question marks, but if they all produce like that, man, the Cardinals combined with their excellent pass rush and Chandler Jones domination makes them that much more dangerous. I thought Murphy had a really good game. I was impressed by how well he covered. Now, he was on Julio Jones Julio Jones for a lot of the game, tight coverage. Now, 
was writing that line between contact and pass interference for basically the duration. But hell, that's what Darrell Rivas did for his entire career. If you're able to consistently stay on the right side of that line, that's great coverage. Um, also, again, this is another one that's worth bringing up. Like the Titans offense was wretched. Like the play calling, everything was bad. Yeah. Um, Eric was telling me on today's podcast that the performance from the play caller was so bad, it, it literally broke the model in terms of projecting wins. <laughs> Todd Downing didn't even show up. It didn't even show up on the model. He said he was 11 standard deviations worse than the rest, like the rest of the, which he's never seen before. And the model was not capable of adjusting for on the fly. So they had to go in and fix it. Like that has Amazing. to be, you know, borne in mind when you're talking about the Cardinals uh, defense. That's the Titans run and play action twice. One of them was that flea flicker that actually worked. The other one, Tannehill gets sacked and fumbles. Uh, so yeah, that, that will show up. I, I just want to touch on the jets briefly. Cause again, I, I mentioned they, they played man coverage. And when you read out these names, right? Brandon Eccles, Michael Carter, the second Bryce Hall, Javelin Gidry. Those are the four corners who played football. Uh, three of the four had PFF grades in the sixties and, and solid, right? I mean, it's, it, it's not like they blew the doors off, but um, when they played man coverage, like I said earlier, they were, they were very good where they got beaten was, uh, linebackers in man coverage, Christian McCaffrey creating mismatches on their linebackers left and right. Um, so again, I think the Jets for a team that has a good defensive line has Robert solid defensively. I can't wait to see if he can continue to shape this group. And if they become uh, more than just a bunch of names who seem like question marks coming into the season. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to watch. Bryce Hall is the one that's most interesting to me. Like he, he looked good and Bryce Hall has legit tape on his resume somewhere down the line. You know, you can't say that with all of these guys. Bryce Hall at one point looked like he was going to be one of the top cornerback prospects in the entire draft. Didn't work out that way for him, but he, I think, has the potential to be a very good corner within this system, and week one was impressive. As always, let us know. Who are you most impressed by? Who are the most impressive units in week one? It's a PFF NFL Daily. 